I'm so happy because I'm a gummy bear, gummy bear. <laughs> off your own leg. You know, my kid really likes those gummy bear candies. Could you make a show about that? Welcome one and all to the podcast without a cool acronym. The podcast review Disney television animation shows. I'm your host, Chandler Deroshay. Joining me on the podcast today via Zoom, you know him from the Twitter feed at Diego La Camera, and you also know him for his awesome animation at DL Pictures, all the way from California. Ladies and gentlemen, Diego La Camera. Ah, uh, thanks. Uh, how's everybody doing? And also from California, you know him from his Twitter feed at DGL2295 and his YouTube series, D Gaming. Ladies and gentlemen, DGL. Pleasure to report him. And finally from Texas. You know him from his YouTube channel, Brandon Croker, and his Twitter feed at HuddleHippos1449. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Croker. Hello, pleasure to be here, everyone. Uh, you may also know me as Doc Brown number 88. Yes. All right. So today we are talking about a very interesting piece of Disney television animation history. This is the first show that was ever produced by Disney television animation. At the time, called Disney Toon Studios, and now there's kind of a split between Disney Television Animation and Disney Toon, where Disney Toon kind of makes um, like the Plane sequels and like the Tinkerbell movies and stuff, where Television Animation focuses, of course, on actually making the TV shows for Disney Channel. But obviously, back in the day, the focus was making shows for syndication because Disney didn't have their own channel just yet. That would change soon. But even then, when they launched Disney Channel, they didn't really have any animated shows when that first launched. I don't think it was for a while that they actually had animated shows on the Disney Channel. If memory serves, there were a whole bunch of uh, live-action puppetry shows, but nothing uh, in terms of like an animated cartoon for a while. Yeah, it was, it's interesting. It took them a while to actually get animation, which you would think would be the bread and butter of a Disney Channel onto the Disney Channel, but it was a lot of much more obscure stuff like Dumbo Circus and... Welcome to Pooh Corner. Welcome to Pooh Corner and Size and um, eventually Adventures in Wonderland, which um, Channel KRT talked about in an episode. Not so subtle plug. <laughs> yes, I, I will have them on an episode soon, so I'm excited for that. But of course, this was, and we kind of talked about this last time, Gummy Bears was the first show that they produced to be a Saturday morning show, because that was right after Eisner took over, and he had come from all of that with Saturday morning and knew how successful and profitable it was. And of course, the infamous words he offered were, my kids like those gummy bear candies. Make a show about that. Like any normal TV executive would do. Yeah. Inspiration, the, the inspiration struck and it ended up being a medieval fantasy show. So has anybody here actually seen the gummy bear show before this? Because we're going to watch it 
in a second here. No. I actually have never seen it. It's one of the few Disney afternoon shows I actually haven't watched anything of. Yeah, I um, honestly, I've, I grew up with um, the uh, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh, I grew up with that. Yeah, but uh, with gummy bears, uh, not so much, unfortunately. Yeah, I definitely remember seeing reruns of the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh on like Playhouse Disney back in the day when I was a kid. They would still run that. That might have been one of the few that they actually ran pretty recently. A lot of the other ones, they didn't really run. Even the more recent, popular ones, recent being a relative term, like DuckTales and Goof Troop, they never really ran those on Disney Channel back in my day when I actually watched Disney Channel. They wouldn't really rerun shows like that. It was all stuff that they had to be currently producing. Um, I'm not entirely familiar with gummy bears it's only mostly due to pop culture osmosis that i know the theme song and the general stick of the show enough to recognize the easter egg that they had in a um i believe it was last season of DuckTales that they got a shout out and uh, an episode it wasn't built around them but around the gummy bear eaters the new DuckTales is kind of like the the mcu for the disney afternoon verse where they're taking a lot of this stuff and just throwing it all into a blender. And they're like, okay, we're gonna do this and we're bringing this back and oh yeah, we're bringing this back. You remember this? We're gonna bring this back. Let's bring back Darkwing Duck or something like that. And let's let's bring it back and let's, you know. I mean, Darkwing Duck of course was very popular. I'd say almost as popular as the original DuckTales if not maybe even more so. We'll be right back after we watch episode one of Adventures of the Gummy Bears, A New Beginning. Hey you! Yes you! Are you a fan of Disney parks but are upset you can't go right now? Do you want your own chance to make some magic happen? Do you like art, comedy, and tomfoolish shenaniganery? Then have we got some good news for you! In an effort to help laid off Disney cast members and similar park employees, at Thanks for Magic is hosting a 36 hour charity livestream. Set your calendars for noon Pacific Standard Time on Saturday, December 5th so we can all come together and say, Thanks for the magic. If you want to help make this happen, follow at Thanks for Magic on Twitter for updates. Together, we can make sure that those who helped us make magic get some magic in return. So we just watched Adventures of the Gummy Bears, or commonly referred to as just Gummy Bears, A New Beginning. What did everyone think of that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... About it. Like, it's not like it didn't blow me away or anything, but it was it was serviceable. It was fun. Yeah, it was functional. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a nice, cute first start. Yeah, it's very much a pilot episode. Um, I will I will uh, very much be wanting to watch some other episodes of it just to see where it kind of goes from there. Uh, but it's a good start. It introduces the lore and the characters pretty nicely. Yeah, everything has sort of a setup and a payoff to it and it's everything is introduced at the right moments and yeah everything it's solidly it's solidly structured everything flows very well it has um i, I guess if i had to nitpick just a smidge it's that they have a little trouble um kind of explaining some of the limitations of 
uh, the spells and potions and whatnot, but it's nothing that's not really excused by uh, it being a pilot. So It's just kind of, well, the magic is something that we're kind of just getting back into and we don't really have the full grasp of it yet. The, the biggest thing I kept thinking with the uh, villain who's trying to take down the castle is he's basically just playing IRL Angry Birds. Yes, I actually have that in my notes. This is the original game of Angry Birds. It is the original Angry Birds, except he's just playing it with boulders and a catapult. <laughs> I want to know why the ogres are just working for him. Is it just because they're bad, or what kind of what, what kind of deal do they have worked out? What do, what do the ogres get out of it? Well, I mean, he said at the beginning, if I pay you anything, you know, or, or some basically just... So basically, you know, it's, they just want money like anyone else. They're not really in it for anything other than the money. That's fair. Mercenary ogres. That's uh, that's definitely a distinct thought. Yeah, mercenary ogres. That's that's a new one. I love how the 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 princess is just like, oh, I'm just gonna casually jump off my balcony into a haystack, and they don't make it clear that there was a haystack before she just. Died. Like, what is she doing? Princess Fiona has finally snapped. <laughs> I know it's today. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. <laughs> yeah, if anyone else was just fighting the urge to just say somebody when the first oh, couple of ogres yeah. came in, <laughs> anyone else fighting that urge while watching the episode? I, I absolutely was like, oh, there's ogres. Ogres are like onions. Onions are like players. <laughs> <onions are players." laughs> I'm waffles! Katzenberg was like, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna subvert it all to hell. Even though Animaniacs has already done that how many times with all of their various medieval themed episodes where any number of things happen. Yeah. And to be fair, um, I do remember the three bears being a part of the first Shrek movie. And I think one of them got skinned in Farquaad's castle. So, you know, mm. you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's kind of mm. <sighs> not dull i'll give it that the duke oh the duke he actually when when you kind of look at him you kind of get the feeling oh he's going to talk very like very snooty and snarly and it's exactly the way you think he talks <laughs> oh yeah of course and just on the quest for the uh for the perfect cape since he's trying to be king i'm just like you are just the king of extra you go you do you duke honestly he could just you know destroy the castle by just chewing on the scenery yeah Absolutely. He's chewing on all the scenery that he can. Just jaws of iron. Um, yes. Duke Russelton, the weasel town. <laughs> yeah. Russelton. Man, if, uh, what's his name? Al uh, Alan Tudyk would have killed that role. Yes. Oh, like yeah. you wouldn't believe. Yeah. I guess if Alan Tudyk would reboot, he'd be the first one they'd call. Oh yeah, when they, when they inevitably reboot Gummy Bears for Disney Plus, which I think they could do a reboot and make it uh, modern, but still call back to the classic. Because I mean, the fantasy stuff is. Yeah, I mean, I mean they've proven now as I mean, ever. They, yeah, they yeah they can they've proven they can really do reboots well with the new Ducktales. I could definitely see them doing a modern day, well not modern day modern day, but a. Uh, um, a modern reboot of gummy bears but sort of play around with the book like in the first season i could see them like trying to build up to opening the book and getting those spells back and only operating on the first season with a handful of spells yeah you can do that yeah it's just really fun to write magic systems and sort 
sort of the more limitations you can put and the more curveballs you can throw with it, the more fun and uh, more outside of the box thinking can happen when you're. I think it's very rare uh, nowadays to see like animated series set within a medi medieval setting. So like, mm. like I, I think it would be fun to see how they could ex expand upon that idea in a modern reboot. A lot of the medieval stuff now are like deconstruction stuff, like uh, yeah. Game of Thrones, Disenchantment. I, 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 yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen The Witcher, so I can't say. Um, but then there's the Lord of the Rings uh, series they coming up. Well, Lord of the Rings plays it mostly straight. They don't really deconstruct much of anything. But I like, I, I really like deconstructions of the fantasy genre because. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of just straight sword and sorcery fantasy on its own without, like, really good characters. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not too big into, like... Definitely. Oh, like, I care, I care a lot about the lore. It's like, no, I need good characters to be able to really stick with anything. Yeah. The best... I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest. The best scene in the Hobbit movie, in the entire... Hobbit, whatever, is a conversation about an acorn, and it's all about characters. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I yeah. want to talk for a minute about the mechanics of gummy berry juice, because the gummy berry juice is kind of interesting. It's the one thing that they've held on to throughout the years, while all the other magic that they've had is kind of not really accessible to them anymore. And basically what it does is it just makes them bouncy. And even better is that they establish that they don't know what it does to humans. And to humans, it's basically steroids by way of Capri Sun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. That is yeah. Was there any promotional tie-in with gummy bear juice That's or something? Is, I don't think they ever did that. And I don't know why, because they should have. <laughs> it really... It's <laughs> you're at the mm, point Pacific now Cooler. You're at the point now oh. where they could absolutely open a Disney afternoon themed bar. You would totally have a market for that. And <laughs> themed drinks yeah. have gummy berry juice as one of them. How would it be like a, a berry cocktail? Like you can even go put boba in it or whatever. I know they love putting boba in drinks these days, and I don't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Something um, like that I think would do very well. Put some rum in it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and for the like uh, some hard drinks, berry juice or non-alcoholic berry juice. Yes, you can have both. You can absolutely have both. Yeah, at the Disney afternoon bar, yeah. there would be just a regular mocktail menu, and then the hard cocktail menu, the let's get dangerous menu. Yes, it's yes. called it's called a uh, Disney midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'll have a McQuack. Just maybe don't give Launchpad a cocktail. I feel like that wouldn't end well. He can yeah. barely drive as is. Exactly. He would just crash even harder than normal. We, uh, we have to get you out of the bar, you know? <laughs> oh, no, I can't, I, I, I'm, t I'm totally fine. I, I could drive all, all through those three lanes right there, I tell you. No, we have to go right now. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. No. <laughs> don't come back. <laughs> I don't think Launchpad is drunk again. Why do they make all the sidewalk lines so wiggly? The perpetually grouchy gummy bear, uh, he kept saying that, you know, we need to back off from everything. And, and uh, 
and uh, stay away and stay safe. This is the because this is the gummy way. If you weren't making Mandalorian jokes during that, you are a better <laughs> man than I. This is the gummy way. I kept thinking of Zelda of the Zelda show at the beginning where it was like the 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 boy and the and the older bully character. The bully who looked like a medieval shaggy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, excuse me. I never actually watched the Legend of Zelda show, but I know that it I know that that existed because I they they promoted it in every episode of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which for some reason I did actually watch. Like, like it was just available. Did you do the Mario? Whatever. <laughs> but, but did you do the Mario? Yes, I did the Mario, of course. You have to do the Mario. Very good. Who hasn't done the Mario? <laughs> Very good. We don't really have a whole lot to say about this because there's not really a whole lot to it. It's It's serviceable. It's a fun little... Yeah. To, to me, I think the I think the most fun thing was all the different voice actors that they had for the, the gummy bears in particular. Like yes. the ones of music, Paul Winchell. Yeah. Uh, I think Cat Susie, if I'm not mistaken. It was so yeah, nice hearing Renzo music again. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, we're just sitting here playing voice actor bingo in the middle of a June Disney Foray. June Foray, Haley, Corey Burton, Rob Paulson, Jim Cummings, Brian Cummings. Frank Welker, Tress McNeil, McNeil, is that here? How do you pronounce it? Uh, Tress McNeil. Tress McNeil, yes, Tress McNeil. And the Gummy oh, Sister. Yeah. yeah, so lots of lots of great talent involved in this, of course. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and, there's not really a whole lot else to talk about here. It's just a fun little show. Yeah. It's honestly, it's like if you put Care Bears and Conan the Barbarian into a blender. I think that's a perfect description. Yeah. But now I'm just picturing Arnold Schwarzenegger in a gummy bears cartoon. <laughs> it's best in life to crush the gummy bears, to, to see them driven before you, to hear the lamentation of the people we you jump get all over. We must to the to castle. Push that wheel, gummy bear. That push gummy that wheel. Down. Now. <laughs> 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 Is there anything anyone here wants to plug? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I have my YouTube channel that I occasionally upload to. That's about it. <laughs> I um I have my Patreon, uh, Patreon, uh, DL Pictures. And you can also find me on YouTube at the channel DGill Vids. It's sort of my hub channel where I will get back to uploading DGaming a little more regularly, and I will hope to see you in the comments section. And I'll have the links to all of these people's fabulous work in the description below. You can find me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97. I have a whole bunch of new videos playing over there and I'm really excited for that. You can also find this podcast on Twitter at Podcast Acronym. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on Anchor and all the other usual places. Google Play, Spotify, hopefully by now Apple Podcasts, but I'm still trying to get that finalized. And at Starport97 on YouTube. If you want to help me out even more, you can pledge to me on Patreon. Just search for Chandler Darroshay. And join us next time when we talk about Gravity Falls Tourist Trapped. Yeah, we'll have a lot more to say about that, I promise. Gummy bear.